The boys are back in town. Deadlock episode number 14. We're coming at you after a week of Thanksgiving and wrestling. We're going to be talking about it all. Of course, it's myself and none other than my beautiful co-host here, Tony Pizza Guy. I don't know what that was. I've never done that before. I felt like it was a good thing. <laughs> we had, uh, of course, a couple of Apple podcast summaries here. We had one from Moo Quick. He said it was one of the best podcasts ever. He says, I've been following Pulse for a long time. I've been waiting for him to venture out into the podcast game. He has the voice for it, and he's a totally shredded up hunk. Well, that totally does not look like he's Slater or Seamus or any other redhead I can think of. Uh, we had a, another review here from The Skizzard who said... Long story short, <laughs> I got a scratch cornea and I was legally blind, but somehow I was able to turn on the Deadlock podcast and it kept me entertained while I was blind for 48 hours. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. We are entertaining even people with scratch corneas. You love to see it. And him, we are curing blindness too, because I think that was the reason that he could see again. And within 40, 48 hours, he was back to normal health, man. We, we are truly geniuses of the game. Uh, and of course, before we get into everything, I just wanted to give a little update here. We had talked about this a little bit before on the podcast, but we never really announced anything yet. But we are going to be doing year-end awards. Uh, and we're going to be calling them the Deddies. Totally not the Dundies. It's the Deddies. The Deddies. Don't call it the Dundies. The Deddies 2019. Uh, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be setting it up like this. Uh, on this episode right here, if you check the show description on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever the hell else you're watching it, you'll see a Google Doc link, or Google Sheets, or Google whatever the hell it's called, Google Forms. Yeah, Doc. We'll go with Doc. Yeah, it's something. It's a Google Form that you'll see. You can click on that, and it's going to have a whole list of the awards we're doing. We kept it kind of simple for the first year, just because we just wanted to make sure that, you know, we got the ones we wanted to get down, and then we'll, you know, over the next couple of years, we'll probably stretch out the awards and introduce new ones. Um, but we have stuff like wrestler of the year, show of the year, worst Twitter moment, best Twitter, worst Twitter, stuff like that. Um, so if you want to go to that Google, you can submit your, so basically what we're doing is we're going to take ballot submissions from you guys this week. Then next week, we're going to pick the ballots. It'll be four people in each category or four shows or whatever. It'll be four selections in each category. Mm -hmm. And then next week you guys will vote on the four that we choose. So you guys submit ballots. We pick the final ballot. And then you guys get to vote for who wins the award. So it's all up to you guys. Basically, we just pick who you guys can pick. Um, and we're going to be doing that on the next show. So next week, um, you'll be able to submit the final uh, choices for the awards. This week, you're just going to submit basically, you know, who's going to be on the ballot. Who would you like to see? Um, we're just gonna, I'm, we're, we're picking it, but we're going to let you guys submit so we can kind of get an idea of what people are thinking this year for each award, like wrestler of the year and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of really good wrestling shows. So it's kind of, I kind of want to see what you guys would think would be best wrestling shows. Like usually it's just like WrestleMania, but there was so many, so many good wrestling shows this year. So I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, it'd be better if we, you know, the reason I think we did this was just cause like I'm biased. So like all my shows of the year would be, you know, stardom shows or DJW shows. Yeah, right. or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know, I thought maybe we're getting submissions and so I could get an idea of what people want to see on the ballot and like, get you know, a real idea. You know, if I see like wrestler of the year and I see like a whole, if I see 25 people say one wrestler, I'm like, oh, okay, well then obviously like he should be on the ballot, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, of Kind of picking stuff and like, okay, here you guys go, just figure it out. Okay, so here's the deal with Patreon. Um, super fucking lazy, just didn't do it. Um, but... <laughs> I did check Patreon to see if we had any new ones and like Patreon is in the middle of its like month transition. 
So I went to check the relationship manager to see like new people and I can't see it right now because uh, it's in the transition period between last month and this month. So um, we're just going to wait till next week and do all that stuff. So we'll gimmick out and then we'll announce all the patrons for this month and everything on the next episode. Uh, just because it's bad timing on when we're recording this, it's right in between the Patreon months and it can be a little fickle when it wants to be. Yeah, um, right. sure everybody gets a recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we appreciate everybody that does it anyways, um, but we'll give you guys your little recognitions on the next episode when we get all that stuff done, uh, which the will along with, be with the daddies and stuff next week too. So we got a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of stuff coming up here. A lot of cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the haps in wrestling? Never say that again. <laughs> Doesn't some other podcast say what's the haps? Yes, dude. Sam <laughs> Roberts. Don't ever say that again, dude. <laughs> How do you think this is, man? All right. What the hell do you think this is? All right. So <laughs> we had no. uh, AEW this week. Of course, that's the one I watched. I didn't watch any. I, I, I'm i going to be dead ass with you, man. I watched literally nothing else this week. Um. Well, at least, you know, when it comes to Frost, SmackDown, and all that other stuff. I could see here. I'm sure you saw some clips and stuff. Yeah, right? no, I saw a clip. I saw a couple of clips just because I, you know, I follow a couple of people on Twitter and stuff. So I could saw a couple of things, but like, yeah, I didn't. I didn't really keep up with like anything Raw, SmackDown, or NXT mm-hmm. or anything else. I mean, I could sit here and talk to you about uh, Misao and Rika Tatsumi having a big False Count Anywhere match, but I feel like you know maybe we don't talk about that right now just because uh, <laughs> I'll save that for other podcasts. That's pretty much what I watched this week, but. Uh, yeah, I saw a couple other things, but AEW this week was, I saw a lot of people didn't like it. Yeah, there was a very hard reaction about that show, and Kenny Omega had a statement on that. Did you see that? Were you pretty I saw, yeah, I saw you? some of it, I think. I think he said that, uh, you know, next, next wait till next year. <laughs> I'm sure that's what said, everyone I hate to, to say this, but wait till next year. But he was kind of in a dilemma, which is kind of a weird thing, because he's like, I don't want to book myself but me and moxley were in a big angle so if i like i have to book that angle and then that gives the women less time so it's kind of like well yeah he says this but it's like bro you booked the you booked the angle in the first place you you know what i mean like there was it's not like there had to be a a moxley and omega thing it's like well you just kind of made that you made that yeah i mean it's it's very weird it's they're probably getting to that point where like Damn, I hate being a wrestler and a booker at the same time. This sucks. I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, honestly, as time went on, if most of them just kind of stopped wrestling on the show as much. Like I don't do one or the other. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can. I don't think you can stay on TV and book yourself. Like, there's obviously going to be some biased something somewhere if you're on TV and booking at the same time. I mean, like, look back yeah. at the WWF back in the day. Vince was in like every single segment on the entire show. You couldn't go like five seconds without seeing Vince McMahon. It's like just because he was booking the show. Like he's going to be on the show. That's like a big thing, you know. Um, even back in TNA, I mean, even when Dusty was booking, he was on TV with uh, what was that dude from Survivor, Johnny Johnny Fairplay, Johnny don't, Fairplay, John, don't Johnny Johnny Goody Two Shoes. I remember his fucking name. name yeah, Johnny Dusty Fairplay. was on TV half the time too, and he was booking. You know, he'd sit in the hey, back Jeff of a pickup Jarrett. truck. Yeah, that was, like was weird for 800 days and shit. Yeah, Jarrett too. Yeah, Jarrett was champion forever. He was booking himself. So, I mean, like, there obviously will always be some bias, like, you know, taking up time on TV stuff. Um, if, I, if I had to pick anyone from the list, that would probably, you know, stop wrestling sooner than later. Um, I You know, it's funny because if you would have asked me, like, a couple weeks ago, I probably would have said Cody. But at this point, I feel like 
out of all the elite, Cody's bringing the most to the table for the TV show than you know anybody else, which is weird. Oh, yeah, he's about. the most over out of everybody, and I still uh, think he, just... he takes a back seat and only does uh, only does big feuds to put people over. I, I don't think he stays on TV very. You know, I don't think he stays on TV for a super long time. Like we saw that this well, week where Cody just took a fall. You know. Yeah, and also he can just do one of those things where like he has a segment where he talks for a second and then the crowd loves it and then that's it. He doesn't have to have like yeah, he's just there to like get shit it. over, you know. I think like yeah, I don't think I don't think having him work every week is is the way to go. I don't think he has to, you know. I don't think he has to work somebody every single week to get over. Like it, he already kind of just is that kind of dude, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. And people I mean, love like his music hits and the crowd goes crazy as it is. So it was even kind of like that. You know, we were talking about Vince and stuff like Vince didn't work all the time. He was he just worked at pay-per-views pretty much. And like he was still over when he worked, you know, and stuff like that. So I definitely don't think you, oh, Jeff Jarrett was the opposite. He was on TV every single week and he was on every pay-per-view and he was in every segment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I don't think Cody has to. I don't. Dude, I, God, I was just thinking about the Jeff Jarrett thing now. I was like, God, he was in everything. I remember there was like main event matches where like Jarrett wasn't even in the match. He would just run in with the title and then run out and leave. <laughs> it was he was getting like chased was by like somebody. The, he had like the shittiest finishes too. Like it was. Kind they of were all like, just like super overbooked finishes. Yeah, they had to protect him. Like they hit time. him. He like would hit him with a guitar and then the stroke and then like oh and then it would be Hebner it would take like eighty years to do the count. And yeah, he would make tell sure the fans to throw water bottles at him. I remember one time that I mean, it's not like it was a bad bottles. run, right? I mean, it was. A, I, I, I it's look memorable. back on it. Yeah, I, mean, I look back on it as a fun time. But like, I'm sure watching it, it's a lot of stuff like that. You know, where you you're watching wrestling, and as you're watching it, you're like, Ugh. but then you look back on it you're like that wasn't the worst. You know what I mean? But I will say this: him and AJ Styles had three separate pay per view matches. I think it took the third one. Then AJ Styles won the NWA title for the first time. Yep. I mm-hmm. ordered every one of those pay-per-views because <laughs> I want to see AJ Styles win. And Jeff Jarrett was a slimy scumbag, and he would not give that title up. And then AJ finally won it. I think Russo helped him win it, or maybe that wasn't It was somebody, time, yeah. He definitely, Jarrett definitely did not drop any title, flat, like, just flat back. You know what I mean? Like, he definitely didn't but just lay down for anybody. I will tell you, I was super in, like, whatever... Jarrett was doing, I hated it, and I wanted to see AJ win, so it was doing its business at the time. My world, my world. That, that little strike he did when he came down there. Yeah. That shit was hot, he had like a He had a long intro. It was like, there are champions. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> then there are world champions. Dun, 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 dun. Half the production like, was hit, just him. It showed like Germany and then like Japan. He like wrestled once in Japan or something, so they put that on the map, and then they put like Nashville, and then it was like, He's a world champion because he went like three places across the world. Dude, there was a shoot. Cody's kind of like that. Think about it now. He comes. He came out for a squash match. Bing, bing, do, 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 do. The fucking lights are coming. He's coming out from underneath the ring. He's like, you're facing uh, Johnny Nix <laughs> over here. What? Yeah, every time he's, he gets the chandelier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going on? He got he the comes ring up for a like talking this, segment. And, yeah, this yeah. is five foot six fucking just jobbering. Who is this? And why did he just go? <laughs> oh my god, Cody's here! 
That reminds me of Hogan in TNA when he came out. The whole pyro budget was blown on Hulk Hogan. Oh, man. Hogan. I remember the one interest with Hogan where he thought like the pyro was over and it kept going for like five more minutes. So he like <laughs> got back up on the ramp and started doing the Hogan thing again. It's like, oh, my God. Hogan had never had pyro in his entire career. Comes TNA. They use all the pyro on Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> AJ Styles got fucking <laughs> siphoned. <laughs> oh, dude. I'll never forget that. Oh, I'll never forget that. The play we need more people that like have squash matches in a huge thing of pyro going off that's my favorite wrestling cody cody all right so yeah let let me talk about this for a second so cody came out for the squash match with some (laughs) random dude where the pyro just went drives (laughs) up from the thing it's like 20 minutes of like (laughs) the chandelier going up i thought it was going to be for like big matches you know like the first time you get out like oh this is a big match and then he goes out this is there's this fucking dude in the ring. He, he just he is legitimately like a universe mode, just like just create a player ass. Hit that random button and yeah. put him in the ring. He's just chilling in the ring. He has to sit there for Cody's entire entrance. He he's just sitting in the ring and oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, da, 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 da. It's like the Halo song. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the chief is here. <laughs> so Cody has a squash match with uh, Johnny Two by Four. If you ran your own company, you do the same thing. Oh, I know Come I would. On. I would go brolic. I absolutely <laughs> would go brolic. It's hilarious. I love it. I love that he is so just—he's so egotistical with that stuff, man. No, you that's know. just his regular. That's like normal. You, you should see his special entrance, dude. That yeah, yeah. Next pay per view, he's about to come in on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> what <the hell> <laughs> Wait for the whole plane to fly across country. <laughs> yeah, it just comes down and lands right in the middle of the ring. Hello. Uh, so Cody has a <laughs> squash <laughs> match with some uh, Johnny 2 by 4 looking ass dude. Uh, doesn't even beat him with his finish. He just beats him with a figure four like like <laughs> his entrance. That was true. Yeah, my favorite part was Cody like Wait. gave him a bit. He like he like locked up with him and was like, oh, wrist lock with this guy. I'm like, what the? <laughs> Cody is like 40 times as big as this dude. Just toss this dude into the crowd. Um, so he, he beats his dude with a figure four leg lock and he goes, MJF, I don't like you. (laughs) (laughs) So he grabs the mic, he's like, MJF, you jerk. Uh, and then out of nowhere, uh, Pepper Parks comes in and beats up Cody. I was like, whoa, what in the world? And then all of a sudden fucking Andy Williams from every time I die comes from underneath the ring and they beat up Cody Rhodes. And then Allie comes out, and I'm like, what is going on? And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, yo, wait, didn't Allie get beat up by Brandy? Didn't that happen? Wasn't she one of the ones that got beat up by Brandy? Yeah, I think, yeah, she did. Uh, When they cut her hair. Didn't they cut her hair? Was it Allie that got her hair cut? I'm like, damn, then that actually makes sense. So Allie said, I'm going to get my boyfriend and this big ass dude from every time I die, and I'm going to beat the hell out of your boyfriend. So I'll be like, I thought like, okay, like that's, that's cool. I don't know, man. I know a lot of people like first off commentary. Jr. ruined this moment. <laughs> just so, just just straight up, Jr. He, uh, ruined this. I feel like there's an issue with AEW introducing people that the crowd doesn't know, and the commentators Excalibur knew. Yeah, he but, goes, "There's the blade," and then Jr.'s like, "Who's the blade?" And he's like, "That's the blade." He, He's like, like, it's the blade and the butcher. And he's like, the butcher and the bunny, the bunny. And Jim Ross is like, what the? Just like, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? First of all, how do you not know the bunny? 
She's on the show, JR. She's on the show. She's not even new. She's on the show. It's one of those. It kind of happened with the Dark Order. Remember when they first came and everyone in the crowd was like, "Who are you? Who are you?" Yeah, but yeah, but that by that point, he didn't even say their name. He didn't even say nothing. He said, "I don't know." Like he obviously knew who they are. Yeah, they say Salary, say their names this time. It's yeah. the blade and the butcher and the bunny. And Jim Ross is like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I I don't like JR's whole... I, I really just... I don't like his whole oblivious to everything gimmick that he's doing. I don't like it at mm-hmm. all. Like, it really... It, it does nothing for anyone. And it makes everyone look like dog shit. Uh, just so just so everyone knows, so we can keep a um, list. You guys know how in The Simpsons they have that thing where it's like zero days since accident or yeah, whatever. Since yeah, since Jim Ross that, screwed yeah, up. Zero, zero days since Jim Ross had to post on Twitter that uh, he had to quote tweet someone that said, "JR, your commentary fucking sucks." It's another. <laughs> it's another week. It's been another week. <laughs> like it's a, well, just, that's the thing. He he's 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 got this weird thing where he's like, I don't want to know because I want to be excited for the product, which I which I understand. But when you're not excited, then it doesn't work. You, you have to I mean? actually like, like wrestling you, to be excited. You have I don't to think be told. JR like, likes wrestling anymore. Like if he's gonna go out there and see like Kurt Angle or somebody, you know what I mean? Like Dude, he talked about he talked about that. the boomers, the boomer Sooners or whatever. For like he he heard the word boomer Sooner, and he was like, oh, this is my time. He started going off on a tangent. He's like, yeah, they're gonna be facing the dirt dirt next week on the lurt dirt. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck about college football, and I don't give a fuck I think about they were talking about like where they're going or where AEW is going to be next. And they're like, oh yeah, Boomer Sooner. And I'm like, oh, the Boomer Sooner. I'm like, oh my God, who cares? Like, bro, come on, man. Just like, just put the product over. So anyways, I I, I don't care what anybody thought about this segment except for me. Uh, Cause I loved it. First off, cause Andy Williams is my dude. I could not believe my eyes when I saw that shit. I was like, oh my God. Cause one, he's like, I, I don't know. I just didn't expect any more tag teams right now. Cause I feel like, you know, they have a lot of tag teams. Yeah. And um, I definitely didn't expect this one. And then, you know, Andy Williams is a, is a guitarist in one of my favorite bands ever. I've been listening to him since I was like in ninth grade. It's been forever. Um, Every Time I Die, which is a great band. If you guys haven't, if you guys haven't seen or heard this band before, go check them out, man. The uh, new Junk Aesthetic album from a few years ago is fantastic. All our new stuff is good, too. They actually have an album they're working on right now. Um, Just amazing band. I still listen. I was just listening to him the other day too, which was like, which is why it was even crazier that he popped up from underneath the ring. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. Like, I definitely want to get this dude on the podcast and like talk to him or something just to, you know, talk about how, cause he's always been a wrestling fan. Like if you go back and you look at every time I die music videos and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. there's always, there's just, it's sprinkled in with wrestling stuff. There's always like a championship somewhere in it. Or, you know, even in the lyrics, sometimes there's, there's something related to wrestling or whatever the case may be. Um, and Andy Williams started wrestling and he's on fucking AEW already, dude. That's crazy, man. That's absolutely nuts. Um, and, and you know, they got this old school horror S thing going on. He's like the butcher and, and pepper parks is the blade. And now they have, you know, Allie and which gives her a gimmick too. I, I think there's a lot of upside with this, honestly. Yeah. I thought it was dope as hell. Like I ran back in the room, like I was cooking dinner and like, I heard Excalibur go, the blade and i'm like what the fuck so i ran back <laughs> in the ring i was like oh my god i can't believe it and i was like then i saw andy williams coming right at the ring i lost my mind i'm like oh no but it's one of those things where like if you don't know you have to wait and find out and like give it some time before you write it off already i feel like that's just the way it is yeah like, oh well this isn't so-and-so from pwg or this guy from roh or this guy from new it's like if it's not it's not Will Osprey or Marty Scroll. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be funny as hell if they ended up getting Marty into this. Yeah. Like if, if they, the, I don't think they are. I, 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 met, I thought maybe they would until I saw Allie. 
And I saw Allie and I was like, oh, uh, maybe, maybe they don't get Marty into this. Cause I believe Marty was, I think Marty's deals up, man. I think he, I think he just like, I think he was on a handshake deal with for, for final battle that ring of honor had the other night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think he's done. So he's like free to go somewhere. Um, and it does, it does match up with the butcher and the blade debuting, but I feel like maybe they'll go with the elite thing more than sticking in with butcher yeah, and blade. Probably. I think, I think so. that's probably, yeah. These guys are, you know, they're good. I think, I think a lot of people will really come to like them. Um, Andy is like this super, he's got this super like old school mind. You know what I mean? Like he, mm-hmm. he's a hot, first off, he's a hoss and like, uh, AEW needs more hosses, man. You know what you I mean? Love your hosses. <laughs> yeah. James a- loves his big hosses. I mean, AEW needs bigger dudes. I mean, that's just the truth. They just, they do. Um, and he's got this, you know, he's a really old school, menta- he's got the old school mentality where he works, how he works. And it, mm-hmm. I think it'll, I think it'll be good. And I, 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 I love this. So, um, yeah, the only thing I can say is commentary, man, step the fuck up, bro. Like if, if, yeah. if it's not going to be worth a shit, just don't even fucking do it. Just, just take it, commentary it, off. It's the butcher and the blade, and it yeah. didn't help Shivani was gone know, that the week. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, and they had that one dude. Sports they had that one dude that for the all Let's not fleet. even talk about that. <laughs> all Elite Fleet, All Elite Fleet, and All Elite Fleet. You said, "No, oh, yeah, I'm happy to be here." <laughs> yeah, I think I'm. I'm, I'm you know, it's it, good move. They like threw him up a softball too. They're like, "All right, so we're gonna let you." So what do you think about this tag team? Do you like um, Cody? Yeah, yeah I like Cody. <laughs> it, was like the, it was the most softball thing of all time. So best friends versus Lucha Brothers. What do you think? Lucha Brothers are good. Yeah, I like the Lucha Brothers a lot. All right, then. All right, man. Well, we'll catch you later. Thanks for coming on. That was so weird. I was so confused. You're like, yeah, it's from... Oh, yeah, JR couldn't even get the name of the thing from. I think it was State Farm. He said Allstate. How do you mess that up? How Did do you really mess that Allstate? up? Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Come on, man. God, man, I can't... Every week with this dude. Every single week. How do you even mess that up? Ugh, whatever. Geico or something. <laughs> <laughs> can, can they get it? I don't know. Get someone in his earpiece. I'm sorry, man. He oh, needs he needs someone in the earpiece. He does. He needs it. He he craves it. He needs it. So somebody please do that, please. It's not that he's not a legend. We get it. You're putting your time and work, but if you're not performing at your job, it take you out back through the NXT door. <laughs> yeah, it'll take you out back if you ain't performing, buddy. So why don't you go ahead and learn Seriously, that? Seriously, it's like when it's hurting your product, where like you're trying to get this new team over, the butcher and the blade and the bunny, and then he's like, huh? Yeah, I'm just waiting for him to just lose his fucking mind one week. I'm just waiting for JR to just absolutely go mental. It's like, ah, I just don't fucking know. I don't know what the butcher, <laughs> I don't know what the blade is. I don't know what a bunny is. God, who the wins college football? Who the fuck are these guys? What what is this shit? This shit sucks. I'm out of here. And he throws his papers up and gets just, off. Just leaves. Just leaves. I don't want to watch wrestling anymore. <laughs> Dude, we're live on TV. I want to watch football. All right, dude, I don't leave. like Joshi wrestling. I'm out of here. <laughs> JR just stares out. I hate women and I hate <laughs> wrestling and I want beer. I'm going to grab a drink with Sandman. Yeah. Oh my God. I fro- almost forgot about the JR, the, the fucking, what JR said in the women's match, dude. So uh, Emmy Sakura comes out to the, to the thing and, you know, she's dressed up as Freddie Mercury and JR still doesn't understand. He's like, I don't get it. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. So, Just say Freddie Mercury. That's it. Just. Yeah. So she she comes out and Jr. goes. Uh, and here is Amy Sakura. She's very Oriental. Uh, 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 um, she's Asian. <laughs> uh, female. Female. 
JR, come on, man. What are you doing? Oh, no. Come on, JR. Breathe. Breathe, JR. <laughs> Good Lord, dude. Why is it the first thing? Why is it the first thing when she comes to the ring? Hey, she's a damn oriental. What, what are you, Jay? <laughs> what are you, Clint Eastwood? The hell is this? Can you not think of anything else? That's to all. Say? It's like the first. It's like the first thing that when she she literally appeared on the screen and Jr. just goes Oriental. What the <laughs> hell, Jr. You can't just. What are you doing, dude? Oh, oh. someone please Photoshop Grand Torino with uh, his. Yeah, Jr. is literally Clint Eastwood. <laughs> just don't. Just oh my there's and there's no the worst part is like there's no turnaround at the end there's no turnaround this isn't a movie this is real life oh come on jr you're killing me man you're killing me huh. that's fantastic dude oh my gosh jr dude he just wants to go watch football man that's fine if you want to just go watch football then go watch football just go like you don't gotta be here you know what i mean like go do something else they didn't tell him how tall she was. So that, oh, that was that's true. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have any metrics on her <laughs> weight. I, yeah, he needs. He needs something else, or he just goes to what he knows. He goes. Oriental. They should just. They should literally just like give him like a sheet, a run sheet of all facts on wrestlers, and like just read this sheet. That's it. Just the read worst all the facts part is about he wrestlers. knew it was. He knew it was wrong right away, and then he tried to recover, and then he just made it worse. <laughs> Emmy Sakura is Oriental, Asian. Female. <laughs> JR, what are you doing? You know, Excalibur's just like, you ever seen that family guy joint where, uh, where, uh, uh, what, uh, what, what, Tom Tucker's got the kid with the upside down face? And then, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, Stewie and Brian go over to his house and Brian goes, so he's like, he's like something, he's like, oh, I'm glad we got this figured out. And it's not upside down face. And then Stewie just like <laughs> turns his head over to him. He's just like, Huh. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's Excalibur every single week on AEW is Stewie looking at Brian. That's every single week. JR! Oh my gosh. Good God. Yeah. Fix it. Yeah. It, it, Tony Khan and them are backstage about like, we have him for three more years. <laughs> yeah. What do we do with this guy? We paid him the most money out of anyone on this entire show. What do we do with this guy? Man, oh. that just goes to show you that, like, even though you've been in the biz forever, man, it's time. Your time when your time is up, your time is up. You know. Yeah, didn't John Cena say that? He said, "Look, man, I ain't gonna stick around. When I get too old to, to do this shit, I'm leaving." And he did. And he went. He said he went and he did some movies. Well, not before he debuted that fist thing, <laughs> the lightning <laughs> fist. <laughs> that That's was... kind of how WWE works, and they always like have younger commentators that understand what the culture is and i think they need to do and do that in AEW. i think probably get rid yeah, of jim see, ross the difference here in, i mean in, in wb they just um bully you until you leave that's so that's, true. that's what wb that they're they totally you hate your life and then you eventually quit so maybe they should just start like saying start some twitter war with jim ross about how he sucks on commentary well, twitter, yeah well twitter or jim ross on twitter every week is doing that he's doing that every week anyways Every single week, there's a quote tweet. JR, you suck at commentating. <laughs> he said, oh, here we go again. <laughs> Cowboy hat emoji. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, what if JR, you know, you just, I don't know, took some criticism on that. Who knows? Maybe. It um, sucks because when he cares about the product, he's actually decent. But then, like, when he doesn't, you it really shows he doesn't. He doesn't. Look, man, 
it's okay if you don't like wrestling that much anymore. We don't care. Like, we don't care if you don't like wrestling anymore. Just maybe get the hell off the TV product if you don't like it. You know what I mean? Like, everyone gets out of wrestling He's eventually. there to do his job. He's there to do a job, and that's what he says. Like, so. ima- like that, that's the kind of job security I want, you know? Like, if I sucked on YouTube for a week, I'd have to, like, I'd probably have to... <laughs> Just quit and go do something. Anyway, else. if you did your job poorly and yeah, made yeah. mistakes, you would get reprimanded for it. But oh boy, pal, that's live TV for you. <laughs> yeah, like man, if I if I coded at work or something, and like I just like I like I don't know, cleaned a fucking hard drive or something, they'd be like, "All right, man, pack it up." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm not sticking around. For- <laughs> you call it your customers Asian Oriental? Yeah, yeah. If I, yeah, if I start going off about like just just completely bigoted shit they'd be like all right dog that's it for you go like <laughs> you it in yeah J- jr hates fucking wrestling he's still he, he's got the biggest contract he's ever had like that's the kind of job security i want you know like yeah. I, so I, like i totally want that what you put in your time man yeah i feel like jim would go great on nwa power why don't you head on over there that'd be a good fit actually i like it let's move him Let's do a trade right now. A couple other things. To show. The show opened up with a Thanksgiving celebration with Chris Jericho. The Thanksgiving La Champion Thank Appreciation. I forgot what it was called. Yeah, it was like a Something. big name. Yeah. Uh, inflatable Clowns. He was selling his own bubbly, which cracked. The site crashed immediately. Like it literally, like I tried to grab some and I just couldn't. I had it in my cart and then I was like, why am I buying this? I put it back. <laughs> That's me with like everything nowadays. Why am I getting this? It's because I have disposable income. I can't help it. Like, it's just like, it's one of those things. I was like, this might make for a fun YouTube video. And then I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't even want it. Probably yeah, you make like the crap. YouTube video where you drink the bubbly. Tony is a drunkard. <laughs> it cracked. The site crashed immediately. Anyway, dude. Oh, it would have been demonetized. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It would have been. Um, the site crashed immediately. It was like a little bit of the bubbly.com or something. Yeah, but it led to like some, it was like some guy's personal winery or whatever. And then like they were selling it on there. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. They just kind of strapped a little thing on it, man. That's a, I'm trying to get into that racket. That's a great idea though. Just take already made champagne and just put your logo over it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get yes, into that racket. I want that racket and the one that JR's got. I want, these are, these are the kind of jobs that I'm looking for here. So I feel like Jericho just goes out there and says a bunch of dumb shit and whatever sticks, he sells merch and he's like, let's go. He has like 40,000 shirts, at least 40,000. Now they're going to have the cardboard standups, right? Are those on sale yet? Where they have the Chris Jericho cardboard standup in the crowd. That was, yeah, they might. Sheesh. They had a lot. Chris Jericho brought his dad out and they showed the local sports team. (laughs) they they did that they did the biggest heel thing of all time your team sucks my team's awesome his dad literally came in and said man fuck the Blackhawks yeah all right (laughs) yeah yeah that was hilarious that was so good Jake Hagar brought out a goat named Chris Jared Goat except the goat didn't want to walk out there yeah that goat was like what the hell this ain't WB he just kind (laughs) of left uh, they uh, Justin Roberts came in the ring and he and he read some note or something that said uh, blah 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 I'm a dirty tramp and then uh, it basically said Jericho thank you and yeah it was just like thank you something Jericho like and then they beat the hell out of him uh, then SCU came to the ring and uh, ended up kind of warding him off or whatever because I think Scorpio Scorpio Sky had a main event with Chris Jericho a little later um, and it wasn't bad man it was Scorpio Sky is pretty over man. Yeah, he's more over than SCU. You forgot to mention during this segment with SCU, 
I don't know that the commentators knew that was SEU. They just call them the marching band. The marching oh, band is here. Yeah, the marching up. band is being, I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, because commentary the is oblivious to everything. Like, oh, that's SEU under. It was like. It's like a typical corny thing for them to do to dress up like this, but I don't think it was portrayed. Like, it, it just didn't, I don't know. They should have came out as regular SCU. The marching band thing, to me, just didn't go over. And, of course, Jim Ross is like, who's the marching band? Is this the butcher, the blade? <laughs> What's that, Alley in a suit? No, <laughs> what dude. What is this? No. Yeah, I, yeah I, totally, I, I totally forgot they even came out in the marching band stuff. Well, it's because they didn't, like, there was no build at all to i didn't even know there was a marching band out there i tuned in a little late yeah it was like they passed them as they're walking down in the ring and like you never really noticed the marching band that's where they should have yeah they probably should or they should have been like in the clown suits on the outside or something they ripped out oh, the yeah, clown that, suits been or something. that probably would have been the better way to do or it like under a present they had presents in the ring just come out of under the present oh his dad was in the present remember but he could have done another one you know yeah that's true been good. Been good. um i think that's or what everybody was kind dad. of expecting he could have, he could have Eric Bischoff did with his dad and take off the thing, and he's not really his dad. Oh my god, yeah, that would have been crazy. Yeah, Scorpio <laughs> Sky as Chris Jericho's dad. That's what they should have done. That would have been wild. Do you imagine yeah. tearing off the face of Chris Jericho's dad? <laughs> yeah. That would have been like total, like that's total wrestling, and I love it. I, I enjoyed that's the segment. Cute. I thought the, I thought the opening was cool. Yeah, uh, I saw a lot of people complaining about the mic. Was there a mic under the ring and they couldn't hear what was going on in the mic? God, man, they always get the audio mixing wrong, don't they? They cannot get this audio mixing right, man. What the hell? Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on about that, so I don't know. Yeah, they 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 always mess that up. Just like, don't... like It seems like such a simple thing to get right. Like, you hire a professional and you let the professional audio mix. I don't know why it's such a difficult thing for them to do. I feel like when they have a mic in the ring, they need to turn the one that's under the ring off, right? Isn't yeah, well, yeah, well, they should work. Yeah, and they never, yeah, and sometimes they just keep the mics on all the time, which makes it even weirder, because now you have the one under the ring and the one beside the ring that, like, Justin Roberts and stuff is holding, so you can hear, yeah. like, an echo off. The thing. It's just like, dude, this is amateur hour, dog. Just get an audio mix there's like legitimate professionals that do this for a living <laughs> like just hire somebody what is the problem here yeah yeah i mean a, a freaking new japan had people next to the ring with a mic and a headset so they could manage the audio levels get someone like that yeah like there should always be someone like watching the show and like immediately telling somebody hey this is not right you know like they had that issue the other week on tnt where the damn thing was just it was so low you couldn't even hear anybody and the ring was just like yeah <laughs> yeah they need to fix that mic audio level stuff because that's definitely i see a lot of people complaining about that on twitter like what was that segment and it, people were saying it ruined the whole segment for them oh shoot i mean even the backstage stuff is like that too yeah where they go they like have a backstage segment and they they cut to mm-hmm. it and like you can't even hear it. it's just like aw what the hell is this dude i feel like half the time like one of their main concerns is like, okay, we want to make sure this crowd sounds really loud. So they, they make sure to do that. And then whatever else they don't have figured out. Yeah. At least the crowd, I mean, the crowd does sound good every week. So I give them that much that I, I don't know what, what, what the case is with that, but they always sound good. They definitely sound yeah, good for the Thanksgiving celebration, bro. When he said, when he said, I don't like the Blackhawks, they said, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and then and then oh, speaking of that, they beat up Justin Roberts, who's who mentioned a local high school, and then Jericho goes, "That high school sucks." <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was that was awesome. He said, "What high school did you go to?" He's like, "He's like, well, that school sucks." All right. <laughs> 
And then it, Jim Ross ruined it for me, though, because they beat him down. And then Jim Ross goes, oh, I've never seen anybody in their hometown get beat up. And I was like, oh, Jim. He's Jim, 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 the uh, James, the James uh, Ross. You need to you need to chill. Yeah, is Jim his like actual name or is it like his a name's Jimothy? Jimothy Ross, you bastard! Just stop. Yeah, man. but it was cool. Jericho's like that high school sucks. <laughs> oh, oh, Excalibur made a. It's funny because Excalibur actually made a funny little quip. I think he said something like, "Uh, they were they were working the fifty plus audience or the working the fifty oh, plus yeah, demo." Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was yeah, actually yeah. a, a well timed one. The the JR one was not. It was not at all. Yeah, you could just tell that Excalibur has fun with some of the stuff, so it's good. No, he does. He, he likes it because he enjoys matches. wrestling. Yeah, he enjoys wrestling. Jr., you gotta, you gotta like fix that, bro. Like get it together, man. Come on. I mean, I'd rather have the dude out there who was like the Lucha Bros are very good. <laughs> all right, all right, that guy. <laughs> At least he's not like ruining the show. Yeah, he's just kind of yeah. like there. Fuck it. <laughs> At least you could tell with him that he's kind of intimidated and scared, and yeah, Jr. Like, oh, right. come here, my sweatpants. No, dude, get your hog out of here, dude. Uh, we had but, uh, a we had a little promo uh, later on in the evening that thank God that they finally figured out what to do with this gimmick because like it was flailing for a long time. Um, they finally found out how to work the Dark Order gimmick, man. I think they got something mm-hmm. here. Yeah, for sure. I, I love it, dude. Yeah, the vignettes are dope. So they they played this vignette of this guy finding a poster for the Dark Order. And he went to the secret place where they were hiding. It was like underneath something like a basement or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were holding this cult meeting, the Dark Order cult meeting, to add people to the Dark Order. And, you know, it was people that like have lost their way in life or, you know, whatever. And it, it felt very, I don't think you watch, you don't watch American Horror Story, do you? Uh, I think I saw the first season or whatever, but that was, I long, that was a long time ago. So, long time uh, ago, but yeah, 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 yeah. It felt very uh, there. There was a season of American Horror Story. Um, it was called Apocalypse, and it, okay. it it tied in with the Church of Satan a lot. Um, where you know they would go, they they would find people and then you know take them to the Church of Satan, and then they would turn to the Church of Satan and all that. It felt very American Horror Story esque. From, okay. from what I saw there. And I, I thought it was really good. I think I think they had to flesh the gimmick out, especially if they're going to do one as contrasted to the rest of the show as the Dark Order. Like, you know, you have like Lucha Bros and Young Bucks and then like, oh yeah, by the way, there's this BDSM uh, Church of Satan-esque cult group that just happens to be there and likes to wrestle. Yeah. I, think you had to, I think you had to flesh it out a little more. Um and I think they, I think they're getting it. Like when the Dark Order, what, 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 trying to get Marco Stunt to join or whatever. Yeah, and they try to give him the mask. Well, eventually they have to get somebody, right? So like someone on the roster has to join the Dark Order. Who is who would join the Dark Order? Orange Cassidy. You think Orange Cassidy leaves the best friends? <laughs> nah, that's money for him. But could you imagine? Yeah, yeah that would be crazy. He just puts on the mask. I mean, who and he could just on the up? maybe that one dude that Cody made tap out with the figure four leg lock? They could get him to join the Dark Order. Yeah, dude, that so. would be. Could you? That would be so hilarious if like uh, next week or something the Dark Order comes out and they have that dude for that Cody made tap out with the figure four leg lock and he calls out Cody again. He's like, I got the power now. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a BDSM like just outfit. Like, oh, dude, that'd be crazy. That would be uh, good. I, I feel like, like they should stuff. start like they should start some like fight club type stuff, you know, where you have to fight down there and then beat each other. To get up accepted, and yeah. In the, in the Church of Satan stuff, head. you had to like kill somebody to get initiated. Yeah, they should definitely do something like that. 
Yeah, Maybe. just kill people on air, like go kill yeah, whatever. Cody and then get you, new Jack. He new... will he'll be the first person to do this with it. He'll go kill Vic Grimes. <laughs> just like <laughs> you said he was trying to. And uh it'll be perfect. That'll work out good for them. I think it's a good idea. I, I like it though, because they're giving it death. Because at first I thought it was kind of like sinking, you know, the gimmick. I was like, ah, oh, this oh, is what well, it was working. definitely sinking, I think, right? I mean, absolutely. It was not what they wanted. They were like, Oh yeah, this is gonna be over. They're gonna I, I literally thought they're the first tag champions. This is who they want to be the face yeah. of their tag team company. And then like, they obviously saw, ah, we need to tweak this a little bit because it's not working the way we want it. And I feel like they're finally finding something. All their vignettes and promo spots have been really good. I don't think they've missed mm -hmm. a single time. Some of the matches have missed, but I don't think any of the promos or vignettes or I don't think any of that stuff is missed. And like, you can add this to the list of things that hit. I, th I think they did. I think the dark order is going to get there. I, I think that, uh, yeah, I don't think the crowd liked him at all at first, but I think they're starting to get it now. I, at least I think so, at least. It seems like people were kind of warming up to him. Yeah, I saw a lot of positive stuff online about this in last week's segment, too, as well. A lot of people were like, oh, that was great. It was awesome. I can't wait to see where this goes. I mean, at the end of the day, people just want to be told a story. You know what I mean? They just want to tune in and, like, have something told to them. And yeah, because at the beginning it was like, oh, it's these guys, and then they have these minions, and then what does that even mean? And then yeah, like what it, what is now it they go into it? What does this even mean? And then they yeah. go back. Oh, okay, so that's where it all comes from. This cult, this underground cult thing. All right, let's go. Let's see where this goes. Yeah, and they also like to wrestle. <laughs> they do. I think that's I, I like it because it's like they wrestle just to get people into this cult, you know, to to take over. And I, I can respect that. I think it's cool. I think they did a good job. I, I, and like I said, the vignettes have been fantastic. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to continue uh, like fleshing out. I mean, they've already fleshed out a couple. Allie got fleshed out into the Butcher and the Blade stuff. Mm -hmm. I assume they uh, do something with that. I assume eventually we'll get the Dark Order versus the Butcher and Blade. Um, you know, just because like they're kind of I feel like they're going to say something about them encroaching on their territory or something, you know? Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I think that would be really yeah. dope. That'd be that'd be pretty cool to to have played out. Uh, but you know, we'll see how it all, all ends up going, but I thought, you know, they did a really good job this week and, and they did good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, of course we had, like we talked about a little bit earlier, the main event, the Scorpio sky and Chris Jericho stuff. Yeah. The Scorpio yeah, sky. It was a good match. I mean, he's over title match. They made it. Did you, did you catch this? They're like, Oh, this is going to be a 60 minute time limit. Yeah. If you have to air it on YouTube, we will. And I'm like, Oh, that's what we were talking about. We yeah. literally mentioned that on the podcast. They're going to air it on AEW dark. Yeah. That's but crazy. They didn't. they didn't go the 60 minute time limit. Well, of course, Jim Ross said TV time limit remaining. Cause he didn't know the gimmick yet. Yeah, He didn't Jim know. Ross Cause did. he doesn't know anything. Uh, <laughs> it, but it was good. And like the finish was hot, bro. That crowd was super into that finish. Like, just, just the, I mean, Chris Jericho, of course, ended up retaining, but like the crowd bit hard on some of the Scorpio Sky close, you know, pin stuff. And that's all you can ask for, man. I mean, like, obviously, we didn't think Scorpio Sky was going to beat, I don't think anyone really thought he was going to beat Jericho, but like, no, but they, I mean, like, the best you can ask for is people biting on believing for just a second in matches that, you know, the, the title holder is going to lose. That's all you can ask for. And like, I think, they definitely got that. And I think Sky I think Sky is more over by himself than the conglomerate of SCU altogether. Yeah, I think so. I think they can kind of I don't know, break him off, but like let him do some more single stuff and that'll be good for him. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, they have uh Christopher Daniels doing a singles against Pentagon this week, I think. Yeah, that's the match. They have yeah, Pentagon and because they've been doing that for a couple where he's been dressing up as Pentagon and coming yeah. out. 
Yeah, so I think of it, you know, I, I'm, I, I mean, I don't know if Daniels beats him here. I guess we'll see. I guess a singles match, so it doesn't really matter to Pentagon, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how it yeah, plays. It should be not. good. Daniels is still a fucking great worker. Pentagon rules. I mean, it, it, I always felt Daniels was like that guy that like should have been to like the big major top promotion and just never really got there. You know, he always had the tools to do it, but he never was like. Besides TNA, I mean, the stuff he did there was great, but like he's um, probably one of the most over guys that never really worked WWE. I mean, he did like dark matches and stuff, but he was never like yeah. signed by WWE. He's probably one of the, like he, the most consistent like top dudes that never worked. Like WWE. now, if he he would be like he'd be an NXT boy and he'd be doing NXT things, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just the timing's different, you know? Like, him and AJ were working, like, WWE metal. <laughs> you know, like, that's just, like, not even a thing. Like, that's that's definitely yeah, never going to happen. metal, jeez, yeah. wow. That brings I, you back. Yeah, the metal where AJ was doing, like, Fosbury flops and moonsaults <laughs> and stuff. The crowd's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, all they saw from that was Esario just doing moonsaults and stuff back in the day. And AJ's like, Fosbury flop, shooting star press. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Yeah, wrestling Ross Bar was like, nah, we don't want him. He was like a talent scout back then. He's like, nah, Oh yeah, yeah. He's probably like, man, yeah, do your flips in hell. All right, dude. Damn. <laughs> that's not me, I guess. <laughs> and now he's working, he's ca- calling those guys matches. Now he's like, fuck, I gotta call yeah, it Daniel's gotta, match. I, yeah, I gotta call it Daniel's. 20 years ago. The uh this week's AEW wasn't bad though. I mean, I I, I guess I can understand where people were coming from, but like I'd still enjoy the show. I, I don't like, I don't overthink it, I think, and probably that's one of the reasons why I enjoy it. Like, I just tune in. Like, like I said, I make dinner during the show. Mm-hmm. I come in, I watch it, and I just I I move on with my week. <laughs> you know, it's not like a full time commitment or anything. It's just a fun show that has some cool stuff, and then I just move on. Yeah, we had the dynamite diamond ring thing as well on the show. You oh, you're right, we did have that, um, that with DDP and stuff. Um, MJF one, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As he won with the $45,000 ring. And DDP came they kept out. raising the price on that thing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, dude. <laughs> whatever whatever the ring. It's $60 million. I don't know. Uh, my favorite part was Hangman Page saying, I don't give a fuck about the ring. Like, oh, okay. That's <laughs> neat, I guess. Yeah, make, makes it seem so. And this is the first annual Dynamite. They're going to do it again. Yeah, Diamond they're doing it every year ring. or something. Um, it's like their is, Thanksgiving turkey bowl tradition, you know. They do the dynamite. It's a good idea. Ring. I mean, like it works. I mean, the match wasn't anything great. It was a pretty short match, to be honest. Uh, but then Wardlow came out, and then like DDP and Wardlow got into a fucking fight, and then uh, I I I don't know how I feel about that, man. Like, the, first off, it made Wardlow look like a bitch. Like, just <laughs> are you kidding me? I break DDP yeah. in half by just like glancing <laughs> at him. Like, come on, yeah. man. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, they're gonna have a program probably. Wardlow and DDP gonna have it. Well, DDP said he doesn't want to bump, so that's why he didn't bump. He said he's I don't want to bump no more, so that's why Wardlow didn't make him bump. They just like hit each other or whatever. I was like, oh, okay. Well, Bash my head on the screen right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Like if he's why not put gonna him in that bump? position if you're not gonna. Uh, I hate the, that, dude. That's it, the legend's gimmick, right? Is to get beat up. Yeah, just. I mean, fucking the Rock and Roll Express like died like three weeks ago. Soul Train Joe's Jones died earlier in the show. Remember? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just get Soul Train Jones, and we have Soul Train Jones to give the ring out for the Diamond Dozen Battle Royale. <laughs> I mean, like I get like I pop for DDP because he's my boy and I like him. But like, if he's not gonna take a bump, and then it's gonna make Wardlow look like garbage because Wardlow just like pushed him and then DDP pushed him back and then like. I mean, essentially, yeah. DDP whooped his ass. So, like, just take one flat back bump and then roll out of the ring, and we'll call it good. Okay, just do that. Yeah, that's all you need to do, honestly. 
but they didn't. So they didn't. They did. Yeah, they did. Omega and Pac as well, which we didn't really talk about. I guess this... I don't really. Yeah, I don't really talk about. I don't know. It, it was a match. I, it was good. It was a good match too. Like it was really good. It's just like there was nothing really to talk about. <laughs> it was just kind of you know. It was just like a good match. And I feel like they're any they're leading to another match between them. Is that next? Yeah, week yeah. They or have something? a rubber match. I think Pac has a lot so of rubber it's... matches. <laughs> I, I think he'll win this one too, probably. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, Pac is probably going to be set up in a position matches. where he's like a gatekeeper for this promotion. Mm-hmm. Where like. If you want to go to that upper echelon, you have to beat Pac. And like, I think that's probably where he'll stick. Yeah, I think that's a good role for him as well. Yeah, I think he's like, I don't know. I don't know what happens with him, like, championship wise. Like, do you give the title to him eventually? I mean, you could. You could run with him. I mean, he's got all the tools. People love him. I mean,. Yeah, I mean, it'd great. be interesting. I, mean, I don't know. Him, I don't, like, that's what maybe that's one of the things that's so interesting to me is I don't know what the title scene looks like in this company whatsoever. Well, right now they're pushing towards Moxley and Jericho because Moxley came out at the end of the show. Yeah, like I, I think they'll probably go with Moxley taking it off of Chris Jericho. Like he'll probably be the guy that mm-hmm. finally beats Jericho. Um, but I don't know, man. There's so many different avenues they can go down. You know. Like, they already got a couple of guys there super, super over. Darby Allen, you know, he's mm-hmm. over. Scorpio Sky. Like, these are all guys that have been made in just, like, a few weeks. Like, AEW hasn't been on TV that long, <laughs> you know? That's crazy to even think no, about. No, it's weird to think of, like, who is going to be the next champion because Jericho, obviously, is holding that for a minute. And I don't know if Moxley gets in his first challenge for it. And when do they have him challenge? Bash at the Beach or what do they do? I'm excited for the Bash at the Beach, like, cruise shows. I'm excited to see how they end up taping it. I feel like they're going to do it on a, they're going to dock the boat and then that's when it's going to be. They, I, I assume they have to, I assume they have to dock the boat. I can't imagine them not being, I can't imagine them at sea, <laughs> like <laughs> being able to transmit that to TNT. I don't know. I don't know how this works, but it'll be interesting. When is the show? When is Bash of the Beach? I'm trying to remember is it January? when they said it is. I feel like it's sometime in January. Yeah, it might be January. It. Oh, it is in January. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited for that show. That'll be fun. So maybe they wait till then to have Moxley and Jericho. I don't know. It's weird without them doing a pay per view. Moxley wrestling. Moxley beats Jericho, then throws him off the ship. <laughs> throws the title off the ship, dude. Like Get Stone Cold. His face and... shit out of there. <laughs> then he puts his face on it. and He puts it around his waist. Yeah, of course. That'd, That'd be wacky perfect. John Moxley. No, he's so wacky. I don't know. It is weird. It is weird because they could build up like i still think darby allen's a believable contender for that title as he's shown time and time again i don't yes, know that he's they would made ever, he's made do, whatever fuck do you it but i feel like man if they could somehow maybe they're going to introduce another title here soon cody already, cody already talked about that yeah what kind of is it like a open weight title mid card tv mid card yeah i don't know Probably. what they'll do i would do a tv title honestly mm-hmm I mean, they do a lights out title, non-sanctioned brother, brother, brother. Yeah. Well, you could just like have anything be that title because it doesn't count. So it's like, whatever. The the king of the death match title. <laughs> Ooh, okay. All go. right, let's go. Yeah, no, I, I, I just, enjoyed uh, Yeah, it's good. And a lot of people were like, oh, this sucked. Worst show of all time. I'm like, no, not really. That's just TV for you. Not every week's going to be the best week of television, but that's how it flies when you're writing TV every week. Yeah, it probably helps, like I said, that I'm not like, I'm not like I'm not looking for things to critique. Um, 
and everything else is like okay like because like i said i just kind of watch it on passerby like i just kind of cook dinner and i'll have it also on the tv and i'm like oh this looks dope and like i listen you know what i mean it, maybe it's just the yeah, way there, i view aew compared well, there's to, also a lot of people that compare it to nxt as like this war thing going on and they're like oh well nxt was definitely better and they did this and they had 60 minute broadway so it's it weird right i mean like i like it like i nxt is like objectively cool you're right i mean like it's it's objectively probably a good show but like i just couldn't mm-hmm. care less <laughs> about <laughs> about it whatsoever <laughs> like I, I don't know like it just doesn't matter to me at all like it doesn't even doesn't even come up on the radar for me yeah I, i'd probably say i'm the same way to be honest just because i'm like I don't know. They 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 try too hard or something over there. I don't know what it is. It just feels like well, there's we definitely gotta go out yeah. There and- there's something in the water that like I'm not vibing with this show at all. Like there's something very I don't know. It feels I want to say fake, but I don't over over. I mean Keith Lee pounced Adam Cole into the crowd, and I was like, oh, that was a cool gift. But other than that, yeah, that was, was a like, cool mm-hmm. gift. I like that a lot because I like the pounce. <laughs> 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 I like the pounce. Um, like I said, it's probably it's like objectively probably a good show. But I just couldn't give a shit what like what's going on, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I'm just, I don't know what it is, man. Because I again back in the day I was a huge NXT guy, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, yeah. You know, if it's on, I'll watch it, you know. But I don't really go out of my way to seek it. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, we had uh, we had Bray Wyatt man, and uh, he debuted a new championship, a yeah, the Fiend we had, championship. Uh, we had discussed this prior so, uh, to this happening, saying that they could literally do anything that they wanted, <laughs> and they turned the title blue. Okay, well maybe we should have well, said maybe we should have <laughs> said they could do anything. <laughs> maybe we should have dialed that back. That's our fault. it's my bad sorry everyone yeah sorry that we uh created this uh so the fiend debuted a new championship with his face as the center plate it is literally his face and it says hurt and heel on each side and it looks like a veiny penis on the rest of it (laughs) and um so this is his championship it's made by tom savini if you guys don't know who tom savini is he's a very very decorated uh fx and makeup artist that worked on a lot of like horror films george a romero movies friday the 13th he's a very credited guy he's the guy he's that the actually reason um, i don't have the friday the 13th tom savini jason because i didn't pre-order the DVD. oh on the game you're right yeah dude that skin whooped ass too that skin was awesome <laughs> uh on friday the 13th you get a tom savini made uh jason skin it was sweet i wish that game didn't die man I wish but that game you had to die. pre-order. You had to like kickstart it or something. Kickstart, I, I think, is what it was. was. Yeah, you had to kickstart it. Damn, damn, damn. And if, anyway, and if you tried to sell, if you tried to sell it, they would like you had to like connect your account. They would ban you if you tried to like. They yeah. burn it. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It's good though. Tom Savini is great. Yeah, he's like, awesome. He's legend shit. creating so much good shit. Um, so Tom Savini was the one that actually made the Fiend mask. I don't know if you knew that, like the original Fiend mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah he yeah. made that, and he also made the lantern that uh oh okay yeah so he made all that stuff the fiend basically is a tom savini product (laughs) to be completely honest with you um and so anyways tom savini made the fiend championship belt which is the one you'll see on tv with bray wyatt and bray so there's this picture of him and he is has the belt around his waist and it's even dumber around his waist because it just looks like he has a face penis 
It's so stupid looking. It's the it's it's it, it's incredible. So there's the best part about this championship is one is just ridiculous. <laughs> just, just, yeah, it's just yeah. ridiculous. And then they sold it on the WWE shop, and they said it's going up for sale. And people were like, oh, you know, it's a pretty unique belt in the sense, you know, it's compared it's comparable to Daniel Bryan's belt, the one that he had with the yeah. uh, with the wood and all that. I actually ended up buying that belt, but I sent it back just because. I saw that, you know, it, it could have some differences in it. Like each belt was different and it could be fucked up or something. I was like, I'm not even going to open it. I just sent it back. I was like, give me a refund. I'll oh, mess really? with it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so that's what I do with that belt. But they sold this belt and they made, they made a thing about it. And then they put it up on the shop. It was $6,500 for this belt. Are you kidding me? Dude, I wow. can legitimately get an IWGP V4 made. I'm talking real actual belt that they would use on TV for like $3,000. <laughs> Why in the world would anyone pay $6,500 for this championship? It blows my mind. I will say this. It is custom made from Tom Savini's studio and it is legit like they the number same it. version that it would be on television. So there's you have that going for it. But, but 6, Tony, you 000, ran... You ran a company. You had a championship made for your company. How much was that championship? Not more than two thousand. It wasn't it was even two thousand dollars for an actual handmade championship that you would use on your product. What in the world? This is are you? Can, someone's gonna buy this. You could go to multiple. You could probably go to multiple WrestleManias off of this. Um, your Japan trip would probably. Be funded for this. Uh, My what Japan, else can we do? J- the j- all right. So, boarding in Japan was nine hundred dollars for three weeks. Then mm. travel was thirteen hundred dollars. I could go to Japan multiple times. <laughs> right, like that's just insane to me, dude. Someone's gonna show up with this championship at, on TV. You know yeah, that, right? He'll be in the crowd. He'll be in the crowd with this belt, and he is gonna get jumped. <laughs> someone is going to take that belt like that you, you're carrying after tax it's it's like five hundred dollars in taxes seven seven thousand seven thousand dollars you're walking around with seven thousand dollars on your shoulder that is wild that's insane i couldn't believe it and not only that but when you put it around your waist you have bray wyatt's face on your crotch it's just like dude what is this could not I'm waiting believe. for someone to cut a hole in it and turn it into a fleshlight and start using. You it. could, you could just like take us. <laughs> you could take a screwdriver around the mouth and just That's pop it out. <laughs> Stick your wiener in there, dude. For seven thousand dollars, I'll do what I want with that title. <laughs> the the fiend championship stays on during sex. <laughs> <laughs> your balls hanging on his chin. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my oh, god, dude! The fiend sex title. Oh baby, <laughs> that's the good oh, stuff, right there. I don't there. even know, man. Like, how do they get away with? How do you get away with that? They can't is keep it, getting away with this. Is it? Is it 
Tom Savini charging that much money because he's handcrafting, he wants to get paid for his work, or is it WWE marking it up? Tom Savini's not cheap. Absolutely not. Um, but I mean, like, they can, technically, they could, they could, whatever the hell they want to price it, they can price it. People don't have to buy it. You know what I mean? And I doubt a lot of people would, I, I assume that this, I, Honestly, I, I don't, I'm, I'm interested in the aftermarket. I'm interested in someone who gets like number one because they're all numbered. Uh, so yeah. like, do you, do you think this inflates in price, especially after you take the mouth out and put your wiener in there? You're going to see this in a rap video somewhere. Someone in a rap video, like, I don't know. You'll see The Fiend is a merch machine, it. man. He is, they're pumping shirts, belts, championships, socks, ornaments. He is, he light is bulb? really. Why do they give red light bulbs? They should sell those on the shop They probably right will. Dude, he is pumping stuff, man. Like there is a, the fiend is really he's resonating with some with some sort of <laughs> audience. He is he is resonating. It is wild though to think about seven thousand dollars for a wrestling. And I feel bad paying like a hundred dollars for tickets to go to a show. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, dude, if you ever caught me with the the fiend championship seven thousand around my waist just neck me bro just just take me out dude just take me to the nxt door there ain't nothing left for me man what will be fantastic though is they'll have all these and they are they so are they on demand do they like make them as they are ordered or do they have them already made that's the question i want to know there's because... no well there's no way that they keep this up forever i assume they only run it for x amount of time you know but i'm wondering if they make extras and they don't sell them. Then they're going to have like a markdown on these things. They, had, they better mark this thing down a lot. Like you could have maybe convinced because it would have been funny to have it in the background of a video or something. You could have maybe yeah. convinced me at like 300 bucks to get this belt. <laughs> 6,500. I'm smoking cops. I bet, they'll probably I make a, a child's version of like a plastic one you can get. I'm sure at one point. I don't know, man. No, you I think guess it'll so. just be that limited run. I assume maybe they make a replica version that's not sixty five hundred dollars. I mean, shoot, don't you remember when TNA was selling belts? Like, yeah, we have replicas, and then like you looked, and they were this like real ring made belts, and like that yeah. was all they had, and those were only like two thousand dollars. And I thought that was ridiculous. Like, damn, I don't, I don't want to pay twenty five hundred bucks for the X division title. <laughs> like, I want to buy a replica that I can just put in my house and forget about it. You know. Like, that's it is, crazy. It is insane to think about that, man. I don't think I'd buy... Dude, you could buy a wrestling ring and start a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You could. You could buy a ring, literally book talent, and then run a show <laughs> with $6,500. Probably have a pretty good roster, too. You get yeah, like some dude, indie names. Yeah, you would absolutely have a good roster. Are you kidding me? Oh my God, that's what you should do. So instead, get the money for the Fiend Championship and then just start your own promotion. <laughs> Go to highspots.com, buy a ring. They have rings on highspots. Yeah, spots they do. And they're wherever. only what, like two grand? Yeah, you can get them for like 2,500. Yeah. And then Go buy just a ring. start your own promotion. Hell, you could start your own promotion and get a handmade championship <laughs> for your promotion. You could book the show. You'd probably come out with a profit, honestly. Like if you figured out a way to like, put it on YouTube or something and like actually monetize it. You could probably make up a profit on that. To be honest with you, you could probably some... do like Joey Ryan versus the Sandman. Yeah. You could have Joey Ryan goes over and puts down the Sandman and book a show and you could do a lot of stuff, custom ring skirts and t-shirts and you could probably have pyro at your show too. 
You could, could probably, probably just get some damn yeah. fireworks. Do, 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 do. I guarantee it, man. The thing that's you crazy. Do wow. Yeah, you can do a lot with sixty five hundred dollars. Sheesh. Don't do it. I'm about to. Do, uh, actually, you know what? Don't start your own promotion. Just buy the damn belt. Knock the mouth out. <laughs> <laughs> Go to town. Oh, baby. That's uh, wild. We had a few more things That's just really insane. quick. I wanted to say, you know, I mentioned this the other week on the podcast um, that Gato Move was going to have merch. Mm -hmm. They do. It's available now yes. on Pro Wrestling Tees. You can check that out. Um, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gato Move. We had Sheamus come back. I don't know if you saw that on SmackDown. Yeah. yeah I thought, you know, he, I thought his retirement was pretty much foregone at this point. Like, I thought he was pretty much done. But um, he said he's coming back to SmackDown and he's going to beat everybody's ass. He had the old he hair. He had his hair back. Yeah, his he had the spiky bad. hair and the, the beard and everything. His beard looks even better than before. It's like, damn, he looks it good. It is good. Man. It's looking he's, good. He man. is I lean like and mean, too, dude. That dude is he's in, in immaculate shape. Like, he's been doing that. What What is it called? Um, It's a Seamus Fitness Celtic thing. Celtic something. The Celtic, Celtic workout, workout, maybe, I think is what it was, Um, where he goes Celtic and works Warrior out. Celtic workout or something like that, yeah. Yeah, he goes and works out with a bunch of WWE people and like and, and other people too, like fitness people. And it, it's, mm -hmm. I mean, the, the numbers don't lie, man. Sheamus is look, he looks good. Like he look, he's good. And I feel like Sheamus is one of those guys that um, I don't think he gets enough. I don't think he gets enough credit because I think when people think about Sheamus, they think they go back and they think about you know, like even me. Like one of the first things I think about Sheamus is like, oh my god, do you remember that year long Alberto Del Rio feud? Like that was just oh no, don't pits. even bring that up. Don't that, bring it up. Yeah, you remember that? And like the time, like Sheamus was just like he was just being kind of a dickhead. He was like he was supposed to be a super face, but he was just bullying everybody and beating yeah. them up. Like oh. all that shit sucked. But it's like and Sheamus, I think about the time he won the title by accidentally pushing John Cena, or John Cena fell through a table. Then he won the title. Oh, no, Big Show. It was it wasn't it Big Show that like his foot went through the table. He just said, "Oops." Well, that happened too. But John oh, okay. Cena was off the turnbuckle once. Okay, okay. Um, John Cena was on the top rope, slipped, and Sheamus won the. That was the first time Sheamus ever won the title. John Cena slipped off the top. Didn't he win the Royal Rumble that year? I don't. I think, sure. I think he did. I think he won the Royal sure, Rumble, and that's how he set that sounds up. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, but dude, Sheamus is a kick ass man. Like he kind he beats the hell out of dudes, and like. There isn't a lot of guys in the WWE right now that do that. To be, like a lot of guys are not just beating people up. And like Sheamus is, he's good at that, man. Like all his matches, like someone is getting their ass kicked. And Sheamus takes it back too. Like Sheamus serves it, but he definitely takes it. You know, I think yeah. um, he's a guy that a lot of people just don't, that, that he just doesn't get a lot of credit. Um, and it's, it's just because of his runs recently. I think they haven't been too great. Um, and of course him getting injured and then all that stuff too. And, uh, he's kind of like a do you, like Santino. Like when Santino was around, I was like, man, I do not like this shit. And then like I look, I look back and I'm like, man, I did really like that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I actually I, did I, really, really like that shit. No, I see um, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah well, so I, I feel like Sheamus kind of turned the corner when he did stuff with Cesaro, and then they eventually became a team where they were having like those banger of matches where they just beating the crap out of each other. You remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Like every um, night they, they were, were both they had, like a too. best of seven, and they were just going out there beating the crap out of each other every night. And then yeah. they had like, then they did the tag team and then they clicked and then he got more of a character and it was like, over. Oh, but then the I bar like just got, then they just like gave up on it. Then the bar was just kind of hanging out. Like it, it seems like they do that all the time. WB just, get, what they do is, is I swear to God is they just, they want to get the, they want to get the, the hashtag brand over 
and then like they just move on to something else like they just give up on it so like they got the bar over they're like this is the bar like now that the crowd knows who the bar yeah. is we give up on this you know like that that's just kind of what they do like they do it all the time with everybody it's like finn balor is the extraordinary man that does extraordinary things <laughs> yeah all right, and now did you just go be finn balor you know like that, that happens literally all the time with everybody it's like they yeah, just get them yeah, over yeah. enough to where they can sell a shirt or they can do something and then they they move on to the next project and they just they let them just kind of hang out wherever they hang out and they use them when they can use them as long as they can say something on commentary and the, the commentary team knows who they are and the crowd knows who they are they just like whatever like you guys can do whatever uh, i think they actually yeah. hurt seamus for a while to be honest he got pretty I, I don't know he's probably beat the hell up uh the bar thing wasn't over anymore cesaro went and started wearing these weird pants I, I don't, the ankle pants. I don't know what's going on with that. It, um, it doesn't help that the tag team division doesn't have the best track record in WWE, you know. So he's in because they just you know they, they just make them to break them. You know that's what that's that's literally that's the tag yeah, team. Daniel mantra. Bryan and Rowan were going to main event WrestleMania with the tag titles. You saw that. <laughs> yeah, until Daniel Bryan the week later said, "Ah, eh, no, fuck that shit." <laughs> Eric Rowan, said, I'm going to beat you up instead. So you know they yeah, make them to break so. them, man. That's the tag team mantra in WWE. Um, you see that tagline on a shirt somewhere. They yeah. make them to break them. The WWE tag team division. Sheamus, uh, Sheamus is lucky in this sense because, like, for most people, that that injury he got probably would have taken him out for the rest of it. That would have been a career ender. Mm-hmm. Um, so him coming back is pretty dope, and he has a chance to really turn this around. I think he, I think he's probably smarter than he's ever been, especially how he works and how to get over and stuff. And at this point, he's a legend, man. He's been around forever. Like that's crazy to think about. It. Like Sheamus has been here for a long time at this point. I know he. Man, that is wild. That's weird. That's, during, yeah, that's he really weird. ECW wasn't he around when ECW was around? He's been around yeah. for at least what ten years at this point. God, it's twenty ten, almost ten years, bro. That's n- oh my god, that's nuts. Wow. Yeah, he was there. He debuted in ECW in two thousand eight. <laughs> that's two thousand nine. Cr- two thousand nine. It was Jeez. ten years. That's 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 crazy. And he's been in WWE the whole time. The whole time for 10 years. That's crazy, man. And he looks good. You, Best shape of his life. Hey, I think he's going to make a tear, man. I think he's going to do good. I'm he's excited to remind catch me of like a Triple H where it's like he gets injured, but he always he's such a crazy workout guy that he's like, nah, this, this injury is not going to be the end of me. I'm going to make it work. Yeah, he just comes back and works even harder. Yeah, dude's crazy, man. I'm excited. I'm, I mean, I, I think Sheamus is dope as hell. So, like, I hope he, he even made fun of Shorty G. He said, uh, Shorty G, the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think Sheamus is going to be dope, man. I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really, I, 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 you know, I'm still not going to watch the SmackDown, but I'll, I'll definitely catch the pay-per-views. I'm excited to see him work. I'll say on the I'm excited to see him. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Elias came back. Alexa Bliss came back. All right, move on. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> You were no. just talking about returns. Returns. Yeah, no, no, I just want to talk about Sheamus. Screw all of that shit. Um, so what did you think about Elias? <laughs> yeah, well, and, and Elias, what's up with him? Elias, another guy where they just, like I told you, where they just like got him over enough to get, you know, get him there and then just like, eh, we're moving on. Yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, Batista man. was overtly horny on Twitter this week. I mean, overtly horny on Twitter this week. Uh, man started going straight for Dana Brooke, dude. I think he had a girlfriend for like three days or something. He posted on Instagram. He said, Hey, I got a girlfriend. And he said, Hey, I don't <laughs> got a girlfriend no more. And then he said, Dana Brooke, what you doing? It's so weird. His tweet. So his first tweet he puts out, 
He at Dana Brooke WWE. It's like him standing in front of a car, and I'm like, all right, whatever, like a Rolls Royce or something. I think that is. Dot 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 sup, and then like the eyeballs emoji. Like who's hornier, him or Jim Ross? <laughs> I don't know. Batista was pretty damn horny. And then Dana Brooke comes back. Oh, not much. You and then she puts like a gif of her sticking her tongue out, and then like an emoji. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, where is this gonna go? That's some good stuff, man. So and then Batista just posts a shirtless picture. Of him just standing there. Is that the one where he's holding his head? Uh, no, this one is just his abs. So oh, okay. we're just looking at his abs. And he goes, you know what? Just standing around with my arms up. I see you've been getting in those squats. And then like a peach emoji. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, she responds like, yeah, I have. And she's like, it's like a gif of her ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. This is crazy. This is a better work angle than anything on WWE TV right now. I'm, I'm like, I, I was into this. I was like, oh, okay, Batista and Dana Brooke about to, you know, they're about to give it crazy. This is all right. I can dig this. She said, uh, I'm going to, hopefully he lets me use his gym. Hopefully he will spot me on some squats. Oh, he getting the back squat on them. Okay, getting oh the back my. squat on them squats there. Okay, I see what you're doing. Hey, big dog. That's awesome, man. Like, uh, you know, being overtly horny on Twitter sometimes works. And like, well, if you're Batista. I guess if you're Batista, it works very well. Uh, maybe not if you're a regular guy. Maybe don't be overtly horny. He just doesn't. And then she started going in about like, hey, check your DMs. And then he was screenshotting some of the DMs. And then they were like, I'm like, what is this? It's just, you know, two grown ass people wanting to have sex and doing it in front of their audience. <laughs> That's dope. Listen to this. This is, this, is, this is the last thing that I'll say. He says, uh, so per our conversation and deep thought about your question, which you can tell from the photo. Uh, he says, yes, you can call me daddy. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Dude. Well, I guess the, I guess Dana Brooke will finally know the answer to how big is Batista's dick. <laughs> it's a legendary question that has been passed down to the annals of wrestling for years. Annals of wrestling. The annals <laughs> of wrestling. I guess Dana Brooke Dude, will know. I'm all in, wild, man. I hope man. this is the thing. I hope they become a. I hope they become a product, man. To be honest with you, I'm all in on the Batista Dana Brooke thing. I, I want. I want. I want a check mark in the worked category for being overtly horny on Twitter. Because now everyone that's ever overtly horny on Twitter will go back to this one thing and say, "Well, it worked here. Batista's oh, horny. Dear. She's horny. Make it happen. You know, like I'm two consenting adults wanting to have sex in front of their audience. The WWE. I think universe. I tweeted out. I said, just smash already. Get it over with, man. They should Do put it. that on TV. Like WWE can't even work an angle half as cool as this. They should have, uh, <laughs> they should have Bobby Lashley cut Batista. Oh my God. Imagine. That'd be awesome. Bobby Lashley just long dicking everyone's girl. Like this dude's just a savage. That's what I think they should have done with this feud in the first place. Bobby Lashley cucking one person. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Bobby Lashley cucking multiple people. Now we're talking. That's a real storyline. That's a real angle right there. That, and then Mike Kanellis will get involved somehow. It'll be it'll be the No, nah, sorry. He's got to sit home, man. He shouldn't have said that shit. <laughs> True. He should have. He went a little too crazy with it. It went a little too wild. Oh, my gosh. Man, that was... I feel like people are, seriously feel like people are coming in at the end of the deadies. They're like, I got to get this in. They have to. I, we should have made an award for most overtly horny on Twitter. And there's a long list there, though. I don't know who's going to win that one. Yeah, I, that is actually pretty close. I think Bill Ospreay sometimes could win that. He's pretty. <laughs> he's more like creepily horny on Twitter. He's just a, a real Batista creep. was creepy, too, okay? Uh, no, nah, Batista was pretty smooth. It. 
I don't know. Batista was pretty smooth, and Dana Brooke was pretty into it. You know, Osprey's weird. <laughs> that is just, I don't know what the deal is with him. Um, oh my gosh, that's wild. <sighs> but an interesting week in wrestling, nonetheless. They always feel like there's uh, something dumb going on in the wrestling world. It could never not be having something stupid going on, you know. And keep count how many weeks in a row we're going to talk about Jim Ross sucking and retiring. It's got to be a record. It's got to be a record. Just get better, forehead. I don't know what to tell you. Just like do your job better. <laughs> I think like, back to that time when I'm like, we should just, all right, we beat it to death. But every week he just does something worse and worse and worse. I don't want to like, talk about it, but he makes me. It's just, it is what it is, man. It is what it is, to be completely honest with you. At what point are they just going to be like, Jim Ross, this ain't working out. We thought you were going to be better than you are, and let's just move on. Yeah, let's call it I don't what know. it is. Pay out the you contract. Go to NWA. Just, yeah, just do something else. Do something else, man. Ugh. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to call it a day here on this episode of the Deadlock Podcast. Uh, yeah. Next week, of course, we'll be back. Remember to go check out the Deddy's 2019 ballot submission so you can submit your ballot. And then next Ooh. week we'll be back and uh, we will start the voting process for the Daddy's Year in Rewards. And uh, then I guess what, on the 14th or the 15th, probably the 15th, we'll have the uh, winners and everything on that episode of the podcast. So that'll be exciting. Ooh, Good stuff, baby. The first ever. It's going to be crazy. The first ever annual Daddy's Award where cool. the winner gets a diamond ring. <laughs> yes. Uh, cubic zirconia. <laughs> <laughs> Or um, $6,500. Yeah, go check out. Uh, yeah, you actually get a fiend mask with a hole in it. Pre-made. It's the Tom Savini Deddy. It's the deadlock, it's the deadlock sex version. Yeah, we got that going. That's what we're going to get Batista. The fleshlight. We should just get a custom fleshlight, man. If they don't make a fiend fleshlight, I'll be very upset. Yeah, get on the ball. Uh, if you guys want to support the podcast, you guys can check out uh, Apple Podcasts, of course. Leave a five-star review. Leave a, a comment or whatever the case may be. Head over to the shop, buy a shirt. You know, just uh, a couple of different ways. Of course, retweeting on Twitter is also super dope when we post the podcast and stuff. And just interacting with the Twitter in general, leaving likes and all that kind of stuff helps us out a ton, too. Um, so if you want to do any of that stuff, too. Uh, we have a couple of articles this week. I think I have a I have a couple I need to edit. So we should have some out this week, I think. So that would be pretty dope. Check those yeah, out. Yeah, check the site. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, like I said, we'll be back next week with the uh, Daddy stuff. So go right now, check the show description, go to that Google Doc, type in some of the stuff that you thought was super dope this year. And then next week we'll come back and uh, we'll start the voting process. So uh, thank you guys once again for watching, and uh, we'll catch you next week on the next episode of the Deadlock Podcast.